Hey, I'm Serge. And I'm Peter. And you're listening to Future Break. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Future Break podcast, where we talk about human behavior, technology, and what this all means for the future. Thanks for listening in, and today we've got something new for you. But first, we want to let you know we're going to be talking about WWDC, which is Apple's Worldwide Developers Conference. That's right, Peter. Yeah, that What happened. else can you talk about, Serge? Well, that happened a few weeks ago, and we're super excited. Kind of a lot of people are processing uh, what's going on from, from all the stuff that was announced there. So we're excited to jump into that. Uh, before that, we've, we've been, you know, kind of toying with the idea of, okay, there's so much news that goes on. We can't possibly cover it, you know, <laughs> in one episode or two. And so we we thought you know let's let's try something different let's try to give you our audience a what we're calling the future news flash and basically the point here is we'd love to just highlight a few um, things that happened in the last couple of weeks uh, or between recordings that we think are newsworthy and uh, we want to give it to you in about two minutes or so right and so. <laughs> Without further ado. So yeah, let's 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 start with the first future news flash. Future news flash. The big one that you probably have noticed uh, in the newspapers recently is Amazon has bought Whole Foods for thirteen something billion dollars. Crazy. What does that? Yeah, mean? somebody said that that's what I spend on shopping there <laughs> every week. Uh, but this is a huge, huge deal. Nobody really knows exactly the, the full impact of it. Um, but it's definitely giving Amazon some more to their arsenal of, you know, different ways to different ways to sell to you. So expect some more changes with Amazon. Hopefully, maybe prices would even lower. I don't know. We'll Who see. knows? Maybe a drone will deliver our food now. Possibly. All right. Next up, we were right. By this, I mean we called out the fact that um, that with autonomy and all these vehicles recording video of the surrounding area, wouldn't you know it, we had predicted that someday that a, a law enforcement agency would take that video and use it for a criminal case outside of just of anything, just like it was right. just a random, basically, video camera on the street. Right. That's already happened. It's it's happened. It happened. We were totally blown away. I believe this was in the, was this in the UK. Yeah, yeah, this is in the UK. Yep. So of course. Um, <laughs> you think, uh, anyways, you can listen to back some of our previous episodes about privacy and whatnot. We we would talk about that and some of the autonomy episodes. Yeah, but and uh, yeah, the next next big thing is SpaceX has been just knocking it out of the park with launches. Um, kind of two things I wanted to point out is they've launched in last last week, I believe they've launched two satellites within 48 hours, which is a huge reusability milestone for them. Um, and then additionally, they've launched a reusable booster for the first time and the Dragon spacecraft that was also a reusable. So they launched it once came down and repaired it did all the fixes and then they had a paying customer pay to send that send really? their satellite out in, in space with a reusable craft wow so again spacex is definitely at this point they're they're running towards their milestones i think right so all right and the eu slaps google with an antitrust fine of 2.4 billion what 
they didn't like what they were doing. They thought they were doing some poor things of giving more favorability to Google basically related products over others. And the EEO said, no. Of course, Google is protesting. Of course. And finally, uh, with with today's uh, end of the future news flash, today is the actual 10th anniversary of the iPhone going on sale. Uh, you probably remember back uh, back in the day, you see, you know, in the news, you see huge lines of people waiting mm-hmm. for the iPhone at Apple stores, at Sprint store or Sprint singular stores, uh, which is AT&T. And it has revolutionized the world. Yeah. And it's actually a perfect lead into what we're talking about today. Um, and that's, again, about Apple and Worldwide Developers Conference. Worldwide Developers Conference. So, indeed, yeah, that was the news flash for you guys. Um, we hope to we hope to keep doing that. I think I think it's going to be a good um, kind of reminder that there's there's a lot going on in the last weeks. You know, between episodes, and uh, I mean, we could cover so many other things, but we kind of chose these things that really stuck out to us. So, yep, I want to make sure you're also informed too. Yeah, absolutely. So let's talk Worldwide Developers Conference. Oh, yes. Are you ready for this? I, I'm ready. So <laughs> every year, Apple has mid-June, mid to uh, early June, they have the Worldwide Ve- Developers Conference, WWDC. And that's really where they get together with about 5,000 developers and uh, different types of customers and people. And they they announce new software usually. Um, this year was jam-packed. Absolutely. Did you like? Did you notice that there was a a rush to things this year? Yes. Like they were they were they, they were running to the stage, right? <laughs> Which you don't really. I mean, only Craig Federighi, the guy with the with the hair, mm-hmm. he's the one that usually is like running to the stage. But then this year, everybody was running to the stage, and it was two and a half hours long, anyways, right? So there's been some. Uh, yeah, so some of the announcements that uh, that were made were new. Um, we got some new hardware this year, new MacBook Pros. Um, they announced the the new iMac Pro. So iMac is the standalone all-in-one desktop PC, and they announced a new one that is basically going to blow everything out of the water. Um, it is Apple's. It's going to have the most amazing chips, um, power, all that stuff. And it's going to come at a price too. I mean, probably around five grand to start with. Yeah. So, <laughs> but this is definitely an answer to some of the critics that Apple has been receiving some of the criticism rather that they've kind of forgot about the pro user. Yep. This is them saying, nope, we got you guys. We got you guys. Which... Which the yeah the the specs in that thing are yeah are crazy. It'd be nice to play around with one. It would be it would be yeah. <laughs> I can't, I'm trying to imagine what that would be like. So yeah, and then I think we we uh, we want to kind of land and talk a little bit about iOS 11, and that's really the main. I feel like the main showcase announcement that was made um, during the worldwide WWDC. Correct. So couple 
uh, <laughs> Peter and I are definitely early adopters, right? Yeah, we we both downloaded iOS 11 yep. beta release. Um, I think we're in version two of the or yeah. an update. We're on the first update to yep. that initial beta release right now, and um, yeah, we've gotten to play around with it now for about a month. Yeah, so, yeah. I think. Um, well, naturally, when you do a beta, it's just going to drain your battery. I mean, that's just that's just something you're not going to go away from, because it. I mean, it's it's really the system is done, but there's still quite a lot of bugs lot that of have bugs. to be polished, removed. So I've seen that hugely on my phone, like just <laughs> major drain. Yes, but um, it's been a great. I think it's been a great time to play around with uh, with iOS 11, and uh, we can talk about some of the features that. They released, uh, or they announced, rather. Um, I think the biggest one for a lot of people is the new control center. Mm-hmm. So right now, if you swipe up on from the bottom of your screen to on your phone, um, you will see what they call the control center. And currently on iOS 10, they have it. Basically, is part of the screen. It's it's got like this division, I guess, and. Um, you can see they've they've pre-selected a few uh, important widgets or shortcuts. So, like you can change, you can turn on and off Wi-Fi. You can um, you can see the song that you're playing. You can see a couple other things. Right. Yeah. Yep. Um, the, yeah. The old one had orientation lock and yeah. calculator, camera, and flashlight. Yeah. And, and maybe a couple other things. Yeah. So, what does this new one do, Peter? This new one <laughs> is awesome. Uh, first of all, one of the biggest pains that was addressed for me, um, is switching from airplane or not, well, actually, yeah, switch, not airplane mode, but well, yeah, switching to airplane mode does not disconnect you from Wi-Fi. Oh, okay. That was, that was huge to me. Yeah. It was like, why, of course I don't want to disconnect from Wi-Fi. I want that to be my automatic. I want. I was like, is there a way I could make this a default? Like, you know, don't right. disconnect me. And you know what? Maybe there was, and I just never knew about it. But this way it makes it makes it a whole lot easier. Um, you press airplane mode, it takes you off. Um, it's cellular, just, right? Cellular, but it keeps Wi-Fi on, right? And cool. it also instead of instead of airplane mode being, if it's not turned on, you're on cellular. There's actually basically a cellular icon. Hmm. I do not remember that on the old iOS 10. And then what's different about this is these phones that have the 3D touch. So I think iPhone 6 and beyond. 6S and beyond. 6S and beyond. Um, You can hold down. What happens is these little widgets, because everything is a lot more condensed, Mm -hmm. they pop out. And it makes things so much, um, I don't know. Like just you, you can make your volume of this massive button that you can control with your <laughs> yeah, thumb. That's right. Um, and you know things like screen mirroring. You know, instead of it being like a little thing that pops up in the bottom, it like overtakes the whole screen. Kind of like if you were to open up a a group of apps on yeah. the, inside the platform, and you can you know stuff like that. And then of course, I think one thing that you probably really liked was customizable. Yeah. Apps? Is that right? Yeah. So I've never really played around with that yet. So Yeah, you can essentially you can go into your settings, um, into control center, and you can actually customize what widgets or what shortcuts show up. 
um, which is huge, I think, because like sometimes, you know, you'll, you'll, some people never use um, orientation log, for example, right. or they never use um, the, the do not disturb night mode thing. Right. Um, but they, they always like you and I right now on the betas, we're always going on low power mode cause it's, right. it's killing our battery life. So they have low power mode is now a standard feature. And, um, additionally you can go into settings like I was saying, and you can add a bunch of other things and they've come up with some really interesting ones. Like, did you know that you can now record screen? Video. Yeah, you can actually... Video screen, green, screen record. Yeah, so basically you click screen record and it just records everything that you're doing on your screen. So this is like, I think for the for anyone in tech support or anyone like, right. you know, families, hey, can you show me what you're seeing on your, on your phone? Click record. It creates a video and then it shows you... And then you can actually export that video or send it or text it, whatever you want to do with it. So yeah, depending on who you are, there's going to be a lot of yeah grandparents who really appreciate <laughs> or grandchildren who appreciate this with their grandparents or parents for that matter. Yeah. Which, I, which would be me. I do have to say, though, with the control center, when I first pulled that up, I was like, this thing is just ugly. Well, it's so, there's so much <laughs> going so- on. There's a lot going on there. I will admit that. You're like, okay, there's you, yeah. five, six more items on here. And then you're like, wait, they pop out and there's even more options. And the other thing is um, there's no labels to That's true. pretty much anything. And so you, if you're not really familiar with iOS, you're going to have to – you're going to kind of guess a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it's going to be updated in the next few betas or not, but uh, it takes a little get u- getting used to it. But now that I'm used to it, I love it. Um, and the other kind of subtle thing that I notice is that it, when you swipe up, it actually now takes over the full screen. So it blurs everything out. Oh, yeah. And you're not... That's a really great point. You know, you're not like, hey, here's 15 other things on my screen. And you're kind of focused into the control center, which I think was a great UX uh, win for, for for a lot of people. So, So, yeah, that's... The new control center. The other thing that I think is it's a big change and possibly revolutionary. This is possibly is Apple Pay. Direct. Are you are, are you a Apple Pay user? No, because my bank doesn't support it. <sighs> Come on, bank. Or my credit union doesn't do it. Okay. That. Let just full disclosure here. I actually switched banks to use Apple Pay. <laughs> I'm 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 sorry. I'm kind of a freak. I got to be careful because I could go off on some banks right now, and I'm not going to do. We're that. not going to do that. <clears throat> yeah, I think it's coming. Um, but I'm so glad I did because Apple Pay just rolls. You go up to your favorite coffee shop. Cafe is mine. Yeah. You buy your coffee. You just hold your phone to the the reader. Boom, done. You don't have to whip out your credit card and you don't have to look, you know, do I want to use this one or I want to use that one or whatnot. It's just right there for you. And so what they're announcing with, with Apple Pay is direct person-to-person payments. So you can say, hey, Serge, you owe me 20 bucks. And you can text that to me and I can say, hey, no problem. I'll take care of that right now. With a few clicks of a, 
with a few clicks, I can actually send you 20 bucks through Apple Pay. So it'll pull it directly from my account and then send it to your Apple Pay account, which is another new thing they're doing is you have like an Apple Pay card, I guess. And you can store it there, use it for purchases, or you can just move it back to your bank account. Pretty sweet, isn't it? I, I, I agree. It's 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 awesome. And it, it's it's going to take a little bit for all the banks to get up to speed on it, I think. But when they do... It's just, it makes so much sense. <laughs> Doesn't it? I I think so. You are hesitant on this. Well, I'm, I think, no, it'll be nice for that. Understand just my overall bias of like, my goodness. Everything, with, with electronic, with electronic payments, it speeds up. The economy and everything fast. Yeah, completely admit this. Yep. I also know since we're also a human behavior right podcast, that also means it takes away from the pain of like losing money pretty easily, right? Because sure. you take your phone out. Sometimes you don't even press a button. You could just basically almost like leave it on the on the counter there, and it's gonna. Well, you gotta. I guess you gotta swipe over something, right? But yeah, and it takes the money out. But uh, it's like the, when the credit card came out. Oh, I swiped my credit card. I put that credit card back in my pocket. So there's yeah. no like give and take scenario here. Yeah, it reduces like the oh my word the transaction the studies on this is mind blowing. It is, it's isn't like, it? Is like oh no pain, no pain is registered yes. at all in the brain. Right. So. so this might be a good thing. It might be dangerous oh, for man. some people. <laughs> it could be very dangerous for some people. Yeah. But um, yeah, that was that's uh, Apple Pay. Direct. I don't know if they're calling it direct or they're just, it's just Apple Pay, but you can directly, it's baked into the system now with messages, with iMessage, and you can, you know, pay anyone that you want. You know, one thing I think that will be interesting is if this really somehow dynamically changes e-commerce. Yeah. Um, not, not necessarily in the sense of, but like, because it's not, Apple Pay is not yet on web. Right. It's part of apps. It's kind of on web. It's on web if you use Safari on a Mac. Okay. So that's right. Yeah. If it's they, kind of there. Yeah. If they would to open that up, like where you can embed your Apple Pay store ID or whatever yeah. to like stores, dude, that's game over, man. Seriously. I know. I actually, I actually thought PayPal could really be messed up in this. I actually area. bought a, one time I bought a hotel using apple pay and it was just incredible like because you know you're you're on your phone you're in a different city you're like i gotta get this hotel you're typing everything in like an animal (laughs) and so to this time i'm like i'm just gonna click apple pay apple pay done bought like you don't need my credit card info it's all it's all there that's true so it's cool Okay, Files app. I don't know much about this one. I'll be honest. Okay. Outside of the fact that not, not files were like a big thing, not I guess not only for iOS, but also like just for the desktop. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of interesting. I mean, we have, there's a file system inside the desktop. Yep. But they wanted to change that up a little bit. And I, and apparently they're going to, there's a file system now inside the phone. Is this, is this, what, is this all what it is or what is it? Kind of. Um, Apple has been, for years, for years, they've been like, oh, you don't need a file system. 
Yeah, I know. And everyone's like, yes, we do. Yeah, we would like something. We need to jailbreak our phone to <laughs> get a file system. Jailbreak our phone. And I, I understand both conversations. I think on Apple's side, like, you're using the apps. They store all the data. You don't need a right. another, like, level of, you know, something where you're going into the system and looking, hey, here's my, I don't know, here's my images from this thing quite frankly use more of your data or more of your storage on your phone which yeah is typically been yeah. an issue for a lot of people so i think this is kind of a rebrand slash enhancement of their um their icloud documents um i think they've released that last year okay so this is like this app um huge shift and i think this is going to be awesome for people that use multiple um file storage services like Google Drive or Dropbox or Box, you can actually add your integrations from all of those and more into this files app. So oh, that's right. So if you have files scattered everywhere, you literally click one app files and you can find any document that you have. Is it in the cloud or is it all on your device? It's on the cloud. Oh yeah, so it pull it so like it'll actually pull directly. So if you if you say, I mean, sure you can save it. To yeah, the phone, right? if this document yeah. is in Google Drive, for example, yeah. you will find it. It'll, you click on that, it'll take you to to Google Drive extension or whatever they call it, and you can find it there. Additionally, there is a feature called um, on device, and that actually will um, pull up and you can actually save things on your iPhone. It's, it's called on my iPhone. So you can save things directly to your iPhone. Um, you know, you can tag it. So kind of kind of like the Mac OS right. and tagging system, oh, yeah. you can yep. do that. You can search. Um, it's pretty nifty. I think what Can you search across multiple platforms then? I think so. So let me let me try looking for a document. Um, so let's just type something in here. So right now it's searching and it's possible that some of this hasn't been fully. That's true. You know, we're in the beta. Yeah, we're we're in beta, so I definitely expect it to go through. I didn't see anything yet, so it might still not be done. But yeah, I think this is going to be for for a lot of people that are, they're just going to rejoice on this because this is this has been what they've been wanting for many years. Time, yeah, you know, and that actually leads into the next thing, which is this is a huge win for iPads. I'm not an iPad guy, but yeah. Well, I admit once the things that were announced seemed. To, I mean, there was a lot of thought where you're like, "Oh, you know, an iPad would be nice for X." Yeah, you you tell me because I have some I have some thoughts on this, but you, you go ahead. Okay. With yours. Well, they first of all they actually announced a new iPad too. Uh, also, which is it's. A little bit, so it's not. They have the nine point seven screen, right? And you know, and then they have the thirteen inch, which is a little bit too big in my in my taste. They announced like a ten point two screen, I think, which just makes it just right. I think mm. so. It's not too small, not right. too big. It's like it's almost just you know laptop computer size. That stuff that we a lot of people use, um, and it's got some really new, amazing screen technology. You know. Just it's brighter. It's like all the upgrades that you can think of. It's it's in there, right? Um, and also with iOS 11, they've taken multitasking and like switching between apps to a whole nother level. So you can copy. They actually have drag and drop now. 
So you can drag something from one app into another app. So if you're, you oh, know, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So if you, you if you're on Safari on, on mm-hmm. uh, you know, one window, you could do, you could like do like a split screen, right? You're Safari in one window, you go and you're writing a report on the other. You can copy any text image, whatever from Safari and just, you hold it and you just drop it into your, you know, um, into your document and it's seamless. Like there's probably a good dozen engineers that worked on that drag and drop feature alone. Cause you're dragging from one app to the next, right. you know, just, just if you start thinking about what it takes to do that. So huge shout out to those guys right. and gals. I mean, that's pretty impressive. That's impressive. So I think it begs the question, well, can I, can I survive on just an iPad as my main, you know, home PC? It looks like, I mean, it's, it feels like it's definitely getting closer. Yeah, totally. I think a lot of people, for, for a lot of people that the answer to that was a resounding yes at this, with this announcement. For a lot of people, though, it wasn't. Well, well, it's just, it's it's one of those things where I feel like I get nervous that they're going to kill Mac OS. They're not. They're never going to kill Mac OS. You think they're not going to kill no, Mac OS? Oh, man. Never. By the way, there are rumors out there that like, which Mac OS means they're going to kill the laptop. In other words, they want you to move everything to an iPad. Yeah. Everything will live on iOS. Now, I, I admit in the past, what, three years, two for sure, the integration with iOS and macOS seems to keep getting more and more yeah. integrated. Like it's you can hardly tell. Yeah, yeah, they're more, they're more and more. So I think that's cool. I, I think that makes it seem like you know this is something that because you're using you know your iPhone. Why would you not want to integrate closer to your desktop? Right. Like iMessage on your um, on your on your laptop. That's that's huge. Like instead of typing a message, you just type it on your computer where you have a nice keyboard and all that stuff. So I don't think they're going away with Mac OS anytime. Anytime soon. They may not be fully like um, doing a lot of groundbreaking or not even groundbreaking. Let's, let's call it um, visually, you know, fancy okay. new features yeah. perhaps, but they're doing a lot for it. Well, to be truthful, we could have downloaded the Mac OS beta. Yeah. And we didn't. Yeah. So. <clears throat> well, even, even with that, since we're kind of talking about Mac OS, one thing that I wanted to, to point out is they have a new file system. Now, Peter gets super excited about this because uh, this, this is so file exciting. System. It's called Apple File System, AF, oh, AAFPS, I think. It's branded another way, which I don't get me wrong. I think okay, good. this this kind of blew my socks off at the demo. I do this a lot. I do. I have I upload photos, for mm-hmm. example, right, and then I have to take them out of uh, the Photos app. Yeah, and I put them on a a drive or a folder on my desktop, and then I have to re-upload them to another service. It's just part of something I do at work, um, and. This new Apple file system, it's been basically it's it's a brand new system. They've been using it, a system uh, that's been thirty plus years old. Mm. So it was built when floppy drives were like <laughs> standard on on computers. And so this new file system will actually 
it's built rebuilt completely around flash drives, which is like the the hard drive that your your oh, new right. Mac probably has. Yep, you know, yep. flash storage. So there's no moving parts. It's just boom, downloads it. And so they were able to really impressively make some huge changes. Like when you're copying files from one, you know, one folder to another folder, let's say you're copying a huge, um, you know, photo photos and videos from one folder to another, it's like near instant. And I know, okay, I know that that's such a first world problem kind of a thing, but you know, you're sometimes when you takes you two, two minutes to copy over, you know, 2.5 gigs of stuff. Time thing. It's a time thing, right? And so with this, you it's near instant and it's like, okay, this is crazy. And if you're running iOS 10, you're already on the new Apple file system. So think oh, about really? Yeah, think about what they did. They they beta tested this new file system on millions of iPhones. <laughs> Prior to. And you probably never even knew it. Yep. Yep. So that's my little tangent on the Mac. I have a feeling that's also going to be impactful for Fusion drives as well. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. Um, okay. So let's talk about AR. And yes. this is where I meant the iPad wins, kind of. Because there's something dorky, and I want to be very clear about this, with with AR, and by AR I mean augmented reality, so... Yeah overlapping the real world with superficial things. That's a really good description of that. Right? Yeah. Um, through the lens of your phone or iPad. So the primary ones you're using is iPad. Now, there's something amazing about this that is just mind-boggling. Yeah. <laughs> where there's demos of people doing, like we talked about SpaceX earlier, right? This is yeah, a, yeah. one of the, they did a superficial rocket coming down from the sky and landing on a person's um, pool. Pool, yeah. yeah. I mean, and it's so, just like, oh, my word. Let, let me back up here a minute. Yeah. So they Apple announced AR kit. Um, so they have all these, like, kits, like health kit. Or, right. And AR kit is basically just a, um, a software package that uh, a lot of developers can use. And so what Peter was talking about is we saw somebody, some developer – Basically, using AR kit, they created they recreated a SpaceX landing in their pool. So you can imagine just a pool, blue water, yeah. and they're filming their their iPhone. I think it was an iPhone. Yep. And you, uh, as they move, you know, they go from from the sky down to the pool. You see the Falcon rocket just landing, and like even shadows are there. It's just it looks it looked kind of real. Oh, it looked, it totally looked real. really real, actually. And they showed a demo on on the stage. Do you remember mm-hmm. that demo? Yeah, and no, and that was because some of these effects are are also really cool. They, you know, they took a basically a table and turned it into a yeah, and overlaid it um, with kind of a game of some sort. Yeah, it was like but a like game slash story. The details of like I don't I don't know how to describe this, but like the the rolling the rolling dust on the on the yeah. field and stuff like that that was that was amazing to me it was i think there's i mean but just just to put things in perspective ar is going to be impactful for almost every everything that i can think of um if you are in 
um, business and like just even real estate. That's like the first application. Totally. Totally. If you were to, if you're a land developer, like now for properties, you can just go out there and just say, here's what the house would look like on this area. Yeah. Stuff like that that you just, you just, it's so yeah. hard to imagine. That, that's a really good point. Um, and, uh, I mean, I suppose software in the sense of like it's already in the OS would be look maybe a little different. But yeah. if you're de- developing prototypes and things like that, it's just going to be so much, so much. Here's, here's my issue with all of it. Not that they needed to launch this, but you're viewing all this through the phone. Yeah. Or, or your iPad. Which brings me back to like, do you remember the days when you'd see people taking pictures with their iPad walking down the street? It just looked <laughs> weird. Right. It just out of place, if you will. I feel like this is going to happen again. You think so? Oh, I mean, I just I can imagine it. Like people are like, oh man, check, check this. you know, <laughs> and they're holding, yeah, and now they're a whole another level of inches iPad Pros on the yeah, that. That would be really funny, actually. <laughs> I would take a photo of that. It's just some lady so, out there with an iPad. But I mean, in a, in a, like a more setting, turning your um, turning your floor into like a, a game board, um, I think that's cool. I, I also want. I would love to figure out if this first version of AR Kit allows you to, um, like, with what one person sees an iPad, the other person sees from that. From their perspective, yeah, like a multiplayer, thing, multiplayer type thing, yeah, that would be amazing. But I, I don't know that it is right now. So. I think the, again, this AR to me, I didn't care about it honestly. VR, I I personally view VR where you put on the lens. Yeah. I think that's that's kind of the dumbest thing in the world. Oh, <laughs> I I mean, I yeah. think that's. I personally think it's dumb because okay, you got to get these glasses, you got to yeah. put your phone in. I mean, there's so there's a, such a barrier to actually enjoying it. And if and when you do put it on, it's it's great for a few minutes, but then you kind of get nauseous and oh, yeah. I'm like this is not guys, stop. This is not going to work. I could be totally wrong and I could be eating my words in a few years. We'll see. AR though. AR intuitively puts, like you said, you know, digital components into the real world. And I think what they did with AR kit and letting developers kind of go, go crazy. And here you guys start building apps. You guys start building games. Like I can see a scenario. Somebody builds like a, and we were talking about this, like a battleship type war game, right? Mm-hmm. You've got two players you guys can pick a area on, you know, you're sitting on one couch, someone is sitting on the other couch, and you guys have the battle literally on the floor. And you can see what I'm seeing. And you, I mean, you can do some really cool stuff with it. That's one type of application. The other one I'd love to see is like another, we talked about this as well, is let's say I land in JFK Airport in New York. I've never been there. I don't know where my gate is. I don't, it's huge airport. With AR kit, and this is where Apple could be going, and I hope they are going this way, they could say, oh, okay, we know that you've bought your tickets. Click here to view, you know, directions to your gate. Right. 
And when you do that, it pulls up the camera and you're and it basically shows you a you a blue line that says here, follow this follow this mm-hmm. line. I mean, how many times have you been lost? I've I've like I know they there are signs everywhere, but come on. Such a huge airport like JFK or you know, any other airport, it's just this can be a really huge time saver. And um I think it's a smart way to to get some of that virtual reality esque things yeah. into your life. Yeah. Right? Yeah. No, I I think I think there's a lot of potential. There's a there's a people are kind of freaking out about this, but there's a um a simple uh tape measure app. Tape measure app that um Oh yeah. Did you see that? I feel like I did see something about this. And people are just kind of going crazy about it because um, AR with a with AR kit they took a snap basically put a starting point and they laid it over overlaid it on an actual real tape measure and as they move it you can see the the tape measure the virtual one expanding and it's like almost dead on like they probably have to calibrate it a little bit still but it's it was impressive which that, which is impressive and I'm like okay well. That opens up, uh, well, now I can, you know, measure my windows without getting a tape measure. Yeah. Well, now you actually might be able, need to be able to measure some things on a job site that could oh, yeah. maybe be dangerous, to be honest. Totally. And, or, I mean, so. even even just like, hey, a rough estimate, like, hey, roughly it's 40 feet right. or yeah. whatever. That That's huge. And I know, you know, one final thing about ARKit. I know, like, IKEA is actually working on a new app that's going to be using I- ARKit. So... Yes. That's huge. Because you can just put it in your house. You shop, not at Ikea, you shop from your house and you say, here's the space that we want to put this new couch. You look at it on your phone. Honey, how does it look from this angle? Oh, okay. And it takes all that stuff, lighting, all, I mean, it's going to be, it's going to be an amazing app, I think. I love technology and capitalism. <laughs> wow. So we're kind of geeking out about Apple and, yeah. and and this, but I think this this is a... I'm excited with what they're doing. Um, shout out to all the Apple engineers and everyone yeah, that really just... The, the amount of effort you put into that. Yeah, they, they make our lives easier. So, <laughs> Huh. What's on your mind, dude? Oh, there's a guy right now who has predicted all these crazy things that Apple's going to do. Uh, or was going to announce this year. Yeah. And obviously WWDC announced a ton of things. On some of those things he was right. And as we're speaking about AR, I'm starting to realize, oh my word, they could maybe announce something later this year that could actually make him correct. Just Because here, here's my thing with AR. The, the, the most basic use of this that would be very helpful would be glasses. Oh, yeah. And that was one of the things he predicted. And did you it's know? Not here. Did you know what Apple bought recently? <laughs> they bought a. Okay. <laughs> they bought Sony. You know, they I, bought a augmented reality glasses company from they? Germany. Did they? Yep. I don't think we'll see it this year, but I think we'll see it in the next few years. They're going to make your glasses. You remember Google Glass? Yeah. That thing was ridiculous. They're going to make your glasses look exactly like they do today stylish 
unobtrusive right. and you put them on and it it's they're gonna do that somehow yeah then you'll see and like you know you're, you'll say hey take me to you know pull up an uber for me and you can see you it's gonna augment everything for you or find a cool cafe and you're just looking you don't have to pull up your phone you're just looking through your glasses and they're gonna see that so i i don't know we'll see huh right all right. Okay. One last thing, if we want to just highlight this, the camera. Um, Auto-detecting QR code. I And the reason why this is so, I feel like this is a trivial thing, but in the marketing world, I want to say something here that I'm actually kind of excited about. Okay. I mean, there were, there were there's a book. You can literally search this on Amazon that says QR codes kills kittens. Like <laughs> stuff, <laughs> you know. The marketing world really did at some point in time unleash its vengeance on QR codes. Yeah. And I can't tell exactly why all that was. Kind of was obtrusive. There's they stuck it on all sorts of weird things. Yeah. It right? was overused. I it think, was overused. Too. Yeah. Um they stuck it on billboards, which by the way, at the time just the apps can't read the billboard type thing. Right. right? So um all right, let's jump into this just quickly. I have a prediction here, and okay. maybe this is goes. Um, I think that in December of this year, after the new iPhones are released, after iOS 11 is released to the world, I would not be surprised that in December we see the use of QR codes start going up significantly again. Just because we used to have to have an app yeah. that would scan QR codes. Now, and I really mean this, people, like you just take your phone, you throw up the camera app, you don't press a button. You just point it. You just point it. It scans it and it gives you the link to open it up. Yeah. I, this is, this means a lot more now that we've, especially now that we've developed a lot more of a deep linking inside apps, I could even see how if you have a QR code for deep linking inside an app, to like go right to the carts and you already have this in your cart type. I mean, that's, yeah, this is going to be huge. I think I, I don't know. I'm so torn on this because there's been <laughs> such, there's been such nastiness around QR codes in the marketing world. Yeah. That I don't know if we'll, we'll embrace it again very wholeheartedly, but I feel like the people who just say, because the directions are easy now. If it, you're an iOS, there are no directions. If you're an iOS, your camera, just say, it. Open, yeah, they don't even have to say what it is now. They just say, open your phone and, and point the camera. Yeah. That's it. Point Or just say, point the camera at this. I don't know, man. I Honestly, Peter, I totally agree with you. I think we're going to see a resurgence of QR codes. Which is which is mine. I mean, like I said, there's. I can tell you there are going to be people who be like, this is the dumbest thing ever. <laughs> yeah. And there's a part of me that's like, yeah, but... It's now, I'm like, dude, the steps are been reduced significantly now. Yeah. Because now it actually, it scans it with like little dots, almost type things. Reminds you of, I want to say the Amazon app at some point. Reminds me of Snapchat app, actually. Yeah. So it like scans things. So it's having to be in a piece of paper, like you could have it on a wall or something like that. It's just. I think like every restaurant, for example, could have a small little QR code on their storefront window. And you you just pull up your camera and you take a look at it and it'll take you to their website or whatever. Like their you can menu, do some yeah. really cool things with it. So 
I totally agree with you. I, I think this is going to bring back QR codes for better or for worse. Better or for worse. And maybe <laughs> it'll be just a small fad again. Right. So, well, and one tiny last, okay, promise, last thing. Okay. I really love this thing. Screenshots. Screenshots are killer. I do a lot of screenshots. Yes. They're just killer in iOS 11. You take it and it's, instead of like just saving it to your, you know, camera file or, or to your to your screenshots album, it actually shows you a little kind of like a preview version of it on the bottom right or excuse me, bottom left of your screen. And then from there, you if you click on it, you can actually mark it up. <laughs> so I love this. I'm like, this is it, drawing red circles around a word or or something, you know. You can, you can do some really cool things with it. And then you can actually just send it right away to a person. And it's just, it, this, it seems like it's a small thing, but to me, I think it's just a big. It's a big step. Yeah, it's a big step and it's, it's the right thing to do. Right. You know. Like there's things that just are intuitive and they're right. And you're like, yeah, this is right. And I think this is the right thing to do. Kind of like the QR codes scanning. Somebody thought of something there. So, yeah, really, really excited about iOS 11, um, the future betas. If you actually want to be a beta tester, you can go to beta.apple.com and you can enroll your device. Um, you can actually enroll your uh, Mac as well. Yep. And you can test uh High Sierra, which is what they're calling their new um, system. Um, but yeah, if you want to be a beta tester, definitely do that. Uh, again, just know that your battery life will suffer a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> it'll eat it up a little bit faster. Than yeah. But again, thanks for listening to uh, Future Break. We're super excited that you're with us um, and allow us to kind of geek out on, on this stuff here. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you can check us out at futurebreak.net. Um, that's our site, and you can see all of our posts, um, some some other content and different things like that we have on there. Uh, we're also on Twitter at futurebreakpod, so futurebreakpod. And then what else can we do, Peter? You can subscribe to us on iTunes, which, by the way, was also not mentioned in WWC, but we have learned a lot more about podcast apps. Yeah, actually called Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. And there's some new features there that we're excited about as producers. Yeah. Um, But I think even as listeners, you'll appreciate the fact that now podcasts can have trailer episodes. Yeah. So that's going to be interesting. Anyways, um, here's the thing. Everybody tells about subscribe to you, subscribe to us on iTunes. Does that help us? It absolutely does. Um, Leave us a review. We would love to hear your feedback and comments. Ultimately, at the end of the day, no matter what device you're on, and if you're listening to us still and you're on Android, thank you. Yes, we love Android we're users, too. Yeah, we do. Um, whatever app system you like, we love the fact that you would ever recommend our podcast on that app system. Yeah. So, anyways, yes. Thanks again for reaching out, for listening to us for another hour. We'd appreciate it if you reached out to us. But thanks again for taking time out of your day to listen to Future Break. We'll talk to you again in the future. Have a magical day. Thank you.